Alright, go recording. ahead. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Codependence. Um, we are brought to you by our beds today. Obviously, I feel like our beds have become our entire personality, or at least mine. Listen, I've been in the kitchen since 5 a.m. I'm very happy to be in bed right now. I, wish I, I got up. Coffee. I got up and went to the gym this morning. Which I will say, Tony, I completely ditched him yesterday. He was like, I can't get a text back. I said, honestly, I didn't text my, I didn't text my mother back or call her back. I was dead to the world and like, yeah. Funny because Tony texted me yesterday and I did not text him back. And he said today, he was like, you, Maya can't text me back. He's like, what's going on with y'all? He's like, what's going on with y'all? And I'm like, okay, but I, I don't know if it's good or bad that we have the same trainer now. Yeah, no, it's probably bad, but I was like, this is why I got a trainer, because this morning when I woke up, my alarm went off at 7, and I was like, am I going to go? But this is the entire reason why I got a trainer, was because I would feel bad ditching them two days in a row. Correct. And granted, Although I was you, like... I can't believe you already ditched him one time, like, you've only been seeing him for, like, a week. Okay, first of all... That just feels a little soon to show your cute colors, you know? Like, <laughs> treat it like a date. Act like you're going to be on time the first few times, and then like, you start not, showing who you really are. Basically just lie to him for, like, the first three months. Yes. Like, like who give, I am. Like, exactly. In my defense, I had been drinking all day Sunday. As you know, I went on a party bus on Sunday. Did I tell you this? I went on a party bus on Sunday, and That's I drank wild. all day. Then we went to the Chiefs and Jets game. Like, it was like 30-something of us. And then we sat down at the stadium at MetLife, and I was like, as soon as we sat down, I go, honestly, I could fall asleep right now. I could leave right now. And then the Did game got interesting. You are a Hawks fan, right? Or is that even the right sport? No, that's, that's basketball. basketball. You are, <laughs> what is, are you a Falcons fan, I assume? I, um, you know, maybe. Yeah, sure. Love Atlanta, okay. but I, I, but convincing. I also, yeah, but like, I like the Carolina Panthers. They are obviously trash, but with Jets and the Chiefs, I was going for the Chiefs and it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. Absolutely nothing. Mm, who? No, don't care. Exactly. But it was an interesting game. And uh, yeah. And so then w- one thing I will say about New York sporting events, New York has the most trash fan base ever. <laughs> Like, New York fans are assholes, they're so mean, and they're not nice. Have you ever been to a Boston sporting event? No, and I would never. Well, maybe. Depending on where I'm sitting. Listen, I feel like New York is bad, but the only place, like, I've actually gone into fights with people is in Boston. Like, yeah, one of our guys damn near got into a fight with a Jets fan near the end of the game. It was ridiculous. Like... Someone once told me, like, go fuck yourself and fuck your mom, and I literally lost my shit. Over. And the guy I I was dating at the time, like, stood up and was like, say it again. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. There's something, there's something, there's a little something about, like, guys fighting that is kind of sexy, but there was a guy that was sitting in front of us that was so fucking obnoxious the entire game, and then towards the end, and I was like, I wish I could just, like, push him. Just push him over his seat a little bit, just to shut him up. But then there there was, like, a point in the game. It's fourth quarter, and 
Okay, Jets are losing, whatever. So he gets so pissed that he chucks his entire beer down. And it this hits is something I will never understand. No, I don't get it. And it hits this little say, girl. I was going to say throwing drinks. I don't get it, but. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it hits this little girl. And she looks back and she's like. Oh. She's and probably horrified. Her mom was like, oh my God. And then just like hugs her. And then like looks back. This other guy gets up and gets in this guy's face. He's like, you need to fucking apologize to him right now. Because he had been obnoxious the entire game. And people had just been like observing it. And finally they were like happy to go off on him. And so then, um, then the little girl's brother was like, you fucking throw up. You're on my sister. Oh my God. Had to have been like, had to have been like eight, 16, 17. But they were both nice. really young guys. And he goes, did you throw a sister on my brother? I mean, did what? You throw, what? <laughs> did you throw a beer on my, on my sister? And he was like, it was, I so it, like, I've never seen him cower down so fast. And then he just sat there the whole entire, the entire game red and just like embarrassed. And I'm like, yeah, Good. because it's not you that should be embarrassed. Serious. It's not You're that feel like a child. And then you just Truly. targeted a child. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, you can't be acting like this. Mm-mm. No. It's a no for me. It is a no for me also. Wow, so you've just been doing a little sporting things recently. We went to that NBA-esque party on Friday. Yes, we are now Bose fans. I've always been a Bose girl. Yeah, I've always been a Bose fan. Really have always had nothing but Bose in the house. Like, all my speakers are Bose, my soundbar is Bose. Your soundbar is Bose. (laughs) (laughs) My... Sound, but that's the only Bose. But when, but when Apple came out with uh, speakers, I'd considered ditching, which I still might. I don't know. There's I'm, something about Apple's like probably cooler, Apple. but Bose has like better sound. That's just how I see it. Are we old that we are like time out of that we even it? care? Yeah. I will say though that concert, like how many concerts sound that good live? Okay, yeah, that was okay. So we went to go see. We went to this Bose event, and Masego is that how you say it? Yeah, Masego was performing, and I have to say, like, you know when you go to concerts and you can't really hear shit, and it's, like, echoey? Granted, we were underground, like, I don't know, but when I walked in, I did say to my, I was like, there's something about the quality of this. It sounds so good, and I can hear every word that he's saying. Even, like, the bass felt good. Right, yeah, and I'm hard of hearing, (laughs) and I'm real hard of hearing. You used to get mad at me for not being able to hear you the first time. You are so much more patient with me now. (laughs) <laughs> either you're just, I don't know you might just be used to it but like I, yeah. you used to side eye me when I'd be like what what'd you say and you'd be like bitch like I'm not repeating nope. myself again and okay. I was like damn <laughs> I'm like because I don't I... want to not be able to hear okay when we first like, met do you think I chose that life well, I did think so. When we first met, I always thought Maya was, like, ignoring me. Or, like, she would just be so focused on what she was doing that she's, like, tuning me out, like, nine times out of ten. Because she would always be like, what? What? And I'd be like, can you not hear? And it would, like, I would have a visceral reaction because I would say it three to four times. And then I would just be like, no, because you weren't listening the first time. But it didn't really have anything to do with her listening. It had to do with her hearing and the tympanic membrane wasn't wasn't popping off because she literally could not. Hear. She, she can't hear. It's and now I think like that I have like a good ear or something. It's just like I cannot hear you. I think that there's like <laughs> yeah. it's like brain congestion. Do you do you feel like 
when it does it sound to you that people are mumbling yeah yeah and also like for just me to actually try to understand what you said like I have to repeat it back in my head I have to I have to be like wait and then I, I that's I look at lips a lot like I literally function as if I am hard of hearing because I'm like if I can't hear it if I can watch your lips then most likely I can understand it if you notice whenever we FaceTime and we lose sound I pretty much always know exactly what you're saying you do. You actually do. Even when we're like testing these speakers, you're and I'm like, can you hear me? And you're like, no, I can't hear you, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That I can do. Have you I ever gotten read... that tested? Reading lips? No. No. <laughs> My hearing Reading lips getting tested. Yeah, getting your hearing tested. No. Did you not ever do that in in school when you were like younger? Like Um I'm sure I did if that was the norm, but I just can't remember. And obviously, like, nothing ever was alarming, I guess. Mm. I feel like the older I'm, obviously, the older that we're getting, the more we're starting to break down and just, you know. Well, I actually had a prescription for glasses as early as sixth grade. and I don't use glasses right now. I need to get my eyes checked. I need to go to the dentist. I think I should get my wisdom teeth out. Oh, girl. I know. All four? Yeah, I think I need to. Which I had this revelation literally last night. And I'm getting nervous because I'm like, oh, God, now I don't want to go to the dentist because I don't want to get my wisdom teeth out. And I should have gotten them out when I was younger. I got mine out the summer before college. I, like... I got dry sockets and everything. I was, like, a weird girl in, like, the dorm first week with, like, the syringe having to clean out my dry sockets while eating. It was so embarrassing. Like, all I was trying to do was make a friend. I've never wanted to do... That's one surgery. One surgery. Well, I actually don't really fuck with surgery like that, but I do not want to do that. I do not. Have you ever had surgery in your life? One time. One time. So I, I also don't do well with anesthesia. I throw up constantly. Everything makes you throw up. Everything makes me throw up. Everything makes me motion sick. Okay, can I tell you one time? This is also why I'm scarred. Literally my first six months of nursing, we had this patient, this kid, he was a baby, who, um, like, they gave, so during your root canal, not root canal, during, like, your wisdom teeth removal, they gave you, like, Versed, fentanyl, propofol. Combination. I don't know if it's all three. I really don't fucking know. Either way, they don't weight base it. Maybe at like a pediatric dentistry, because like pediatric dosage, you should always weight base drugs. But I think honestly, all around, it's safer to weight base medication, but not everything is always. So anyway, whatever. They push. Okay, so propofol and fentanyl are sedatives. Yeah, That's, propofol killed Michael Jackson. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fentanyl's killing everyone Fentanyl now. Fentanyl killed everybody else. Yeah, it's yes. killing everyone now. Yes, you go into respiratory arrest. So anyway, so they they push, I guess I am, they push propofol, fentanyl, something. Either way, patient went into cardiac, not cardiac, patient went into respiratory arrest, and they didn't realize why his O2 sat wasn't picking up because he wasn't breathing. Can you pause? Yeah. Why were you even working with a dental patient? Because they call from the dentist office, patient wasn't oh, breathing. They oh. called nine one one. He came to our ICU and was brain dead because he hadn't been breathing. That's the end and of when, the story. Yeah, that is the end of the story. Yeah, because he was in respiratory arrest. Oh my arrest. god! 
And then when you respiratory arrest, you cardiac arrest, and you have the brain, you'll go brain dead within seven minutes. If you the brain has that. lack of oxygen for seven minutes, you will be brain dead. And like, granted, yes, your heart could still be beating, but like, you know, once you're brain dead, you are. There's not much. To there's yet. no coming back from that. Yeah. So that is my horror story on getting wisdom like, teeth. Wisdom teeth. Removed. I mean, I got mine removed, and obviously, like, I remember it slightly coming out of like anesthesia, and I just remember looking at my sister, and you could tell she thought for sure, like, I basically lost my marbles. Like, when you came she, out of your wisdom teeth. Surgery? Yeah, she was like crying and deeply concerned by my like <laughs> lack of brain cells, which made me deeply concerned by my lack of brain cells. But like, you know, I didn't have the wherewithal to understand that like I act, I was so stupid at that time. Yeah. And she was looking at, like, she, I remember her, like, looking at me, and then she's, like, talking to my dad, like, is she ever going to come out of this? She's like, <laughs> and I'm like, am I ever going to come out of this? No, like, everything seems, obviously, that much more dramatic, because you're in, you're in loopy town, but, I, like, my mom's not even here, if I need that. Story. You know, though, now that I'm thinking about it, like, the one time I can remember actually seeing my mom cry is when I went into surgery when I was in first grade. And I was like, to me, like, I didn't really understand the risks of surgery. I don't yeah. think. What were you doing out in first grade to get surgery? Well, if we want to talk about my surgical history, my first surgery was in, I was t- 10 months. But that was when the bite happened. I was like, the bite? Okay, okay. The guy bit me and then, yeah, I had to get... Really, it was, like, cosmetic surgery, yeah. so I didn't look like I had a teeth marks in my face for the rest of my yeah. life. So that was that. And then in first grade, I had a thyroglossal duct cyst, which is a cyst that okay. in my neck mm-hmm. was the size of a golf ball. Mm. Mm. And it would come and go as it pleased. Mm. Like, one day it was there, the next it was gone. It was there, right. it was gone. So they would, like, schedule the surgery, and then I would show up to the surgery, and it wouldn't be there. So then I couldn't have my surgery. So then they finally were able to, like, once it basically showed up, they scheduled me for, like, emergency surgery. I got surgery the next day. They removed it. But I remember going in, my mom being really, really concerned. Oh, yeah, and you're, like, you're a baby. Yeah, what are you, like, seven? Yeah. I mean, the one time I did have surgery, my mom... Uh, she's sitting there on her phone the entire time as I'm like on the phone, fu- like they're giving me like Versed or whatever. So I'm about to go in and she she's oh, like, like on her phone. That? I don't it think was, like, my 20, mom had it, a phone then. <laughs> it was 2015. Oh, it was 2015 when I had surgery. And my, and she just was like, so chill. She's like, okay, all right. I'm going to go into the waiting room. I said, love you. She's like, Oh, love you too. Then I was like, Hello. Hello? Well, I mean, maybe because she is also a nurse, she just was like, it was just like yeah. so routine for her. But no. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to say that was. Yeah, I'm that's like, I'm your, she I'm knew your you were daughter. coming out. Yeah, I, I would kind of prefer that than like your mom looking at you all longingly like you're about to knock off. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> kind of feel like how my mom was looking at me. And I'm like, I don't understand how this is going. Like, am I about to die? Yeah, and you're in, like, first grade. You're a little baby. You're a little baby. baby. I ended up getting surgery right before my birthday, because that's when, like, it reappeared. I had a birthday party already booked. And it was, like, you know, when you used to do joint parties or, like, with your bestie. No, I never did that. 
Okay, so well, me and this girl Jennifer, we were doing a joint <laughs> party. It was a gymnastics theme party. We were like went to this little gymnastics place and left, learned to like you know use trapeze and do all that stuff. But of course, I just had surgery, so I couldn't do anything. And I was also very, very like self conscious because I had to wear a neck brace for like, years. That's a lie, but for months. And I didn't like the way it looked because I just thought I had fat necks. So. My mom was like, well, if you just put a turtleneck over it, you'll be fine. So I was literally Steve Jobs at age seven wearing turtlenecks 24-7. For how long? I had the brace on for like probably like two, three months, if I can remember correctly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. I just remember that birthday party still, because the only way that they could include me was if everyone like formed a circle around me and danced around me because I wasn't even allowed to like jump up and down and move and I just remember like wanting to cry and that on that little mat being like this is not what birthdays are supposed to be that's really sad but better (laughs) better safe than than not but what like what's a cyst gonna even do to you what's what what does a cyst do to you like why is this so bad um, I mean, I guess it depends on location, if it ruptures or not, or if it gets bigger, then if it's getting bigger, then you're displacing other, you know, other anatomy. Mm. And and it's in your neck. It was neck, certainly so uncomfortable, it... I'll say. Like, I remember the discomfort. Yeah, and you don't want compression. Your trachea is right there, so you don't want compression on your trachea, because that's your airway. So... Mm. See, I knew you'd have the answer. Well, that's just my suspicion. I don't really know, but... Now, a word from our sponsor, HelloFresh. Obviously, I love cooking, but the hardest part of cooking for me is actually deciding what I want to eat. On top of that, my budgeting, once I arrive at the grocery store, goes completely out the window, leaving me with high grocery bills and oftentimes some food going to waste in my fridge. Which leads me to my latest obsession, HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers so many benefits even to the seasoned cook. I tend to be quite picky about picking my produce, but I never have to worry about quality with HelloFresh because their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for quality you can see and taste. Also, their pre-portioned ingredients help me cut down on food waste. HelloFresh helps me break up the monotony of my go-to meals by offering great variety. HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to dinner and they offer 40 recipes to choose from weekly so you never get bored and you can always find something new to love and try. It's really no wonder why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Give HelloFresh a try and go to hellofresh.com slash 50codpod and use code 50codpod for 50% off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash 50codpod and use code 50CODPOD for 50% off, plus free shipping. I got targeted for the show on Max. And first off, I think I, Max is my new favorite streaming service, by the way. Like, I feel like that's just, like, what I'm watching right now. I don't even go to the other ones. I'm just into Max. But I, ha- I don't think I've really connected with, you know, a streaming service that I love. Except YouTube TV. Love it. But oh it's just wow! Regular TV. I so I only keep my YouTube TV subscription on during basketball season, and then when basketball season's over, I don't use it because I don't like watch regular like I don't watch live TV like that. 
Oh, see, I that just I, reminded I, me that I gotta gotta go re up. I used to have your login. Yeah, you did. I was like, I feel like you did have my login. You got. I gotta watch Ninety Day Fiance. I gotta watch the other way. I got Ninety Day all... Fiance's on Max. What uh, the new ones? The new episodes? I don't know if it's brand new, but I think so. What about Welcome to Platteville? Plat Platteville, and then Never there's heard of sis- that. Sister Wives. I gotta see Sister Wives. You know, okay, well, I think Max could be something that you like. Anyway, so I got you know recommended this show called Naked Attraction, and. You know I will try any trash television at least once, so I clicked on it. <laughs> or and, twice. Or, or three twice. times. Or four times. And, okay, let me just, like, break down the premise of the show. This is a UK-based show. I feel like it kind of rivals, like, Love Island, if you will. Well, obviously not. It doesn't have, it's not, it doesn't have a cult following, but, like, UK dating and everyone is naked. So, there's one person mm-hmm. <laughs> that is choosing a date. So let's just say you're the person choosing a date, so I can make okay. this clear. Sierra, you're choosing a date. You are straight, so there are going to be six men in front of you in different colored pods. And the first round, you're you're clothed currently. You're hanging out with the host. You're talking about what you like, what you don't like, what you're looking for, whatever. And right. then you get to see the guys for the first time. And the first part of the body that you see is the genitalia, a.k.a. the penis and the balls. And I'm Good. talking... To you about naked penis and balls, hair, no hair, all the all the stuff. Are we? Is there piercings. any? Oh my god! I've, I've never, never seen pierced penis. I, was, I never even knew people. I'm, just, I'm telling you, I've seen that. so many things with this show. I am. I was just about to say that I've never encountered a live penis piercing, ever. Even in the hospital, never. I haven't either live, but now I have this show. Okay, so then, you know, you have all the penises in front of you. You can choose the yellow penis. You can choose the red penis. If you want to go up to a closer penis and take a look at it, you can. Maybe the penis will interact with you. You know how boys like to jump their penis and show that they can do that. Maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll give you a little shimmy. No fucking way, yeah. No way. Wait, can I ask a question? Yeah. Is there any descriptor other than just their penis, like about like describing something about this guy? Like no, okay, nothing. Just nothing. the penis. All you see is the penis. All you see is like from belly button down, pretty much, or like even just below the belly button down. Um, and the host is like, "What do you like? What don't you like? What are you into? What aren't you into?" Sometimes the first person that gets eliminated has too big of a penis. Sometimes it's too small. It could be too hairy. Could be whatever. Like, couldn't have, maybe it doesn't have a head. The other thing is, like. What? Think, <laughs> what? <laughs> the other thing is. In is it the, soft? Yeah. In the UK, it's far more common. I think they said on the show, the show is actually very educational as well. So they give you a lot of facts. But at that time, this is season one, only 9% of men in the UK are circumcised. Which is, like, very different than what we're used to here in the U.S. Yeah. Have you been with a, a lot of uncircumcised guys? Um, Not a lot, but have you been with... <laughs> Like, a lot feels... Yeah, what's a lot? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take that back. That's why he's like, oh. Yeah, I'm not trying to trick you. I'm not trying to trick you. Have you, have you been with an uncircumcised guy? Yeah. Do you have a preference? Um... Uh, well, 
I'm, my, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to speak to this right now. <laughs> because it just feels really close to home at this present moment. Okay, um, okay. Uh, okay, so yeah, I've, I've seen them both. I honestly feel like I have less experience with circumcised penises. Um, <laughs> and I just feel like that's because where we're from, where we live. But I where you, Okay. Go ahead. No, I figured it out of my head. Okay. So, yeah, I think that... Do you know what I will say? That this has been a summer of more uncircumcised penises. So, you know, it's oh. been an interesting discovery, if you will. We've had but an uncircumcised summer. Okay. Pretty much. It's hot girl summer that don't exist anymore. Uncircumcised <laughs> summer. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I get it. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Seems like you're having a similar summer. Uh, So, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, So, yeah, then they choose who they want to go home based off the penis. And then the person fully comes out and, like, shows themselves. So you see their full face, full body, and they always do a weird, awkward, like, ass-out hug, and then they leave, and that's it. Then Full the body and the head. In their head. Yep, you got to see their face. Okay. Okay. Then you move on to the next round, which is, like, from the neck down. So you see nipples, abs if they have, whatever they don't have, whatever. Tattoos, you see all of that from the neck down. Then another person gets eliminated. The next round is the face. So now we're at four people left, I think. Everyone, you see their full bodies now. Usually they try to do some sort of game here, like, oh, I love to walk my dog and do this. Can you pretend to walk my dog with your dick out type of thing? Some of them weird. Wait. The game's always weird. Okay. Okay? Uh, yeah. After, it's down to two people. So there's, uh, oh, so, okay, so then you get to see the face. The fourth round is you get to hear their voice. They have to usually say what they like most about their body and what they like least about their body. And then it's down to two people. And when it's down to two people, that means now you, Sierra, have to go and get naked yourself. So then you leave the stage. You go get yourself in your, in your little skivvies. You come out in your birthday suit. And then your people... And then they talk about you for a moment. They say, oh, I like her boobs. Oh, she has got no pussy lips. Oh, her ass is getting fatter. Like, all the, that stuff, you know? I'm going to fucking kick your ass, but... I just said your ass is getting fatter. It is. I kind of checked it out yesterday. <laughs> that is a compliment. I'm not going to say that lightly. Okay, so... But they've already seen your face. Is my face hidden or no? No, your face is, like, out. Okay, my face And then is you out. choose. They're... And then you guys go on a date, and then that's it. That's the game. But what if they're like, eh, I actually don't like her body. Then what? That has not happened. I feel like at okay. the end of the day, they still want to win. And, like, yeah, maybe okay, they just want to be on TV. I don't know. So my question to you is, when would you feel most comfortable? If you had to go on the show, when would you want to be eliminated? I wouldn't go on this show. <laughs> I This is just a hypothetical. I uh, would be so embarrassed to, like, show my vagina for the first time. Like, that's the first thing anyone's ever seen of me. It's my vagina. Oh, 
Like I get it. I know. I literally, the first time I watched the show, my mouth was open the entire 30 minutes. Like could not believe what I was watching. Didn't even know that this is like like what network does this even go on in the yeah. UK that makes this okay. Which I get it, but then the premise of it is like I'm attracted to you based on your physical look, which yeah, you have to be attracted to someone anyway. But like I just So they kind of say like you know in the world of dating you get catfish left and right like people can lie on their profiles this is a moment where you just are who you are you are who you are you literally can't lie you can't fake it you can't you're in all natural out i i would want to be eliminated neck down so second round right Okay, so basically because you don't want them to see your face and then eliminate you. Yeah. Yeah, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. And then, from there, the whole world has seen my naked body. But either way, if you get eliminated, you come out and you're naked. Oh. Like, so, like, you are shown, it's not like, oh, he only saw your vag, so then you don't have to show the rest of your body. Like, you still have to walk out and say goodbye, so you still are seen. Oh, okay. Well... Can I be the host? I want to be the host. That wasn't an option. I'm not giving well, you that option. I really think that I would be great great at this. Okay, wait a minute. I mean, I just feel like... Do they show footage of, like, their first date and where they go yes. and what their conversation is like? Correct. They do a full first date, and then they do, like, a few weeks later, like, update. Oh, really? I have to come back in studio and they sit together. You can always tell from the way they say hello to each other if it went well or not. Or, like, if anything happened after. Yeah. Have you encountered, like, a couple that's, like, stayed together? I've encountered people that are like, yeah, we're going to see each other more. Oh, We're actually hanging out tonight. Like, he's staying at my hotel tonight. Most. Oh. It seems like most of them fuck that night, for the most part. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, they've already been naked. Yeah, that seems like that's no fun. Well, maybe it is fun, but, like, that seems like... Yeah, actually, I'm very surprised that this is, like, a UK show, because I feel, I always kind of thought that the UK was, you know, a bit more conservative in terms conservative. of, like, yeah, showing body parts or, like, sex scenes. Because even on Love Island, like, you see them rolling around in the sheets, but you never really see them... Like, if they even do have sex, there's never no sound effects. And I feel like I was the U.S. D- no moaning. There's no moaning or anything like that. And I feel like in the U.S. we're very lenient in that. And, like, moaning, I mean, just visuals, like, it's very, very sex positive, sex forward, you know? And the I didn't think the U.K. was quite like that. But I guess it's just, like, but then I get, like, the European perspective of, like, you know, being nude is totally fine, you know? Yeah. So there was a show called Dating Naked that was on, like, VH1 slash maybe MTV that I remember. Wait, why do I remember this? Because, like, I... But I do think that it was... I feel like, obviously, it was blurred out. I think it came on at a later time at night, but I feel like it was still pretty, like, tame from what I remember. Yeah, like, unless it's, like, an HBO show or, like, a Stars, I feel like you're not really seeing, like, actual naked people on, like, network television. 
Correct. It was actually, it was, there was one where there was like a, I guess, someone that's like well-known in, in the UK stood in one of the colored pods to be able yeah. to get eliminated. Someone that's like known in the reality TV space and got eliminated had such an attitude like, do you even know who I am type of thing? And I'm like, you How didn't have, know like, who if you, you are, already Lisa, so known, like, why are we on this show right now? Like, I can't see... There's nothing about being relevant that would make me go on this show. Like, no desire to be relevant would make me want to be on this show. Wait, They got to her face at this point, and she got eliminated because the guy that was choosing said that she looked old. Oh, damn. Oh. Okay, well, then I get... I get where she's coming from. Attitude, I would be, yeah. I'd be hurt too. But the guy had no idea who Wait, he was. I just, yeah, the guy had no idea. I just googled <laughs> naked attraction, and according to the New York Post, it is, it's on Max's top ten series list right now. So it's literally, it's becoming like this big oh, show. Oh, it's everyone's climbing watching. the charts. It's climbing. There okay, are eight seasons of this, as far as I remember. Could be eight nine seasons. Like, there's a lot of material. Oh my gosh. And I, as you know, have such body issues. Like, I'm consistently getting down on myself about my body pretty much every hour of the day. And I will say, like, having to see just, like, the sheer variety of bodies, I'm like, what I'm working with is not so bad. (laughs) Why? Because you're comparing? Yeah, of course. Uh, That's how I, that's how I think of things I compare I mean, yeah that's comparing like contrast life yeah I mean wait why do you have body issues or why do you feel well, like you have body issues I personally think and I think my sister could probably attest to this that like growing up and I don't think it's intentional or malicious and like you know parents are just people but like yeah I feel like my parents really made me believe that I was fat my whole life to the point where like Looking back when I was actually skinny, I had no idea that I was skinny. Yeah. Because, like, my parents would be like, oh, how much do you weigh? Still are. See, like, I don't see myself as that. How much do you weigh? If I tell my mom how much I weigh, she literally always audibly gasps. She goes, <gasps> like, it's so fucking much. And I'm like. Your, mom, your mom is smaller. Like, has a smaller stature than you. Well, she's, like, shorter, but she's still got, like, yeah. hips and stuff. Like, hips. I'm built more like my mom. Like, my sister's built more like my dad. She's a little more straight-figured. Whereas I'm, like, I have more of the curves of, like, my my mom's family. Yeah, but you're still taller, and that is, I like... am taller. Yeah. Which I don't feel like she takes that into account. But either way, it's like, damn, well, if that's the reaction, I must be a fucking cow. So I grew up thinking I was a cow. Yeah. Or like no, sitting at I dinner, did. like, do you really want that second helping? Oh, yeah. Or like, do, I don't think you need dessert today. Or it could be like yeah. Thanksgiving where you're supposed to indulge and like you have like an extra mashed potato. I don't know. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, I hope you're working out tomorrow. Which like funny enough, because like neither of my parents have really worked out a day in their lives like that I've ever seen. Like they're not active in that way. My dad's always like doing yard work and like will work up a sweat, but they're not like going to the gym. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, how are you going to tell me? I feel like that's like our parents generation. That is such an like old fashioned parenting, I would say, which makes me curious as to like how I would raise my kids in that sense, too, because I mean, one one with my mom being in healthcare, like she's 
always stress the importance of like eating healthy, being healthy, blah, 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 blah. But also her parents were overweight and she kind of experienced how difficult it was for them to lose weight. And she always kind of said she never wanted her kids to struggle with weight. But Mm -hmm. with that, she kind of like projected, you know, diet, like diet culture and like just being so overly conscious of like what you look like and what you're eating which granted, I will say, like, I mean, she obviously did the best with what she could, what she had, but like, she definitely was very much monitoring what we ate. Oh my God. I remember we, if we went to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, she tried to get me, oh, she would bring home grilled chicken nuggets. I thought that was the most disrespectful thing. Um, like in the summertime, we could only have a gallon of ice cream. And if we ate it, then that was it. We did not have snacks in the house. I remember she was dating Wait, this. That one. was it for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you she was dating to, like, this. Stretch it. No, yeah. My my sister loved ice cream, and I didn't really like love ice cream like that. So I didn't give a. Sh- I didn't care. But no snacks. She was dating this one guy who brought over like Oreos one day, and she was like, mm, no, and like made her made him take it with him when he left the At house. Home. Yeah, but, like, we had to ask before we could open anything in the house. Like, it was definitely not, like, a free-for-all anything. But, like, when we got to go to my dad's house, my dad didn't care. We could eat whatever we wanted all the time. And she was kind of like, well, Mm -hmm. then that's your time to get it in because at my house, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. Even just, I mean, but, you know, in Southern culture, every American culture, really, everything is centered around eating. And, like, but she kind of instilled these like eating habits in me from a very young age like no bread with meals which you go to my dad's house my dad's grandparents bread you'd love a roll of something with every meal almost but I get like struggling with body issues I mean even if I step on the scale my mom would be like oh well I weighed that you know in college when I got married when I had my first kid and I'm like you were also saying we're not the same your skin and you were skin and bones. You didn't have an ounce of muscle mass on you. I'm more muscular than my mom was, and like mm-hmm. we're two different people. But like, mm-hmm. no, I I I relate, and I feel it comes from a place of love. But they like, don't realize how conscious you're making, especially a little girl who's already mm-hmm. going to have to like face. <laughs> the face reality and face society and the pressures from that, like it makes it a little tricky and hard to navigate as that kid. And then as you're getting older and trying to like love your body and accept your body and look a certain way, or when you encounter your body changing, that makes it hard to grasp. And then you feel like you're imperfect or your world is falling apart because you're not, you know, you're getting older and you're not that same size you were as a teenager. Like it's, it's unrealistic. Or like, when I lost, like, a bunch of weight, was that this, at the beginning of this year? And, like, that was not on purpose or, like, for fun. Like, I felt sick all the time. And I remember yeah. specifically being at a dinner with you and someone saying, like, you look so much better. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. excuse me? Like, what? Yeah. That's also you telling me that, like, if I ever, like, when I go back to my, like, natural weight, yeah, it's not good. Like, to you, that's bad. Right. Yeah. Weight is such a tricky thing to even comment on because, one, it's 
defensive. Two, you have no idea what someone's going through. You have no idea, you know. It, it could literally be a medical disorder as to why like you're Chadwick Boseman's weight. a really good example of that. Oh, when yeah. he was, like, losing a lot of weight. Obviously very sick. We didn't know. And people were commenting on his appearance left and right. Where, right. you know, who are we to comment? Right. And meanwhile, he's dying from cancer. So, like... Yeah, it becomes one of those really tricky things to even talk about. But I do think that it does have to be a conversation in a whole, but it has to come from a place of, like, love or concern or, like, I'm just taking interest in you. And I, it obviously has to come from, like, the right person. And I think that, you know... that's Yeah, that too. Yeah. And we do have to acknowledge, like, why but I think that comes from I think there's a way to conquer that and and teaching people healthy habits from a young age and 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 it's not all about the body image it's about like what you're putting in your body to keep your body healthy you know like love your body the outside of it also but like making sure that you know you have a holistic approach to it from the inside out you know Mm -hmm. yeah so Yeah. yeah I mean I I that's the reason I got a trainer. I'm vain. I'm I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting older. And like, I do want to develop these habits, these healthy habits and working out and that consistency. Yeah, while I'm still in my 20s, because it does get harder the older you get. But it's yeah. also about taking care of things the younger you are so that it's not a problem the older that you get. And effort is everything. As long as you're making the effort, then you know. Mm-hmm certain things will fall in line. Yeah, man, bodies are something else. I know. Mm. I love your body. I think you look beautiful. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo. It's the grin at the end. You look <laughs> like the Cheshire cat right now from Alice well, in Wonderland. I mean, I just, I, I get that. I don't like for people to feel that way, you know? And, like, what we all have our days and moments of feeling that way and I mean it really just like has so much to do with confidence and especially like right now like I just I had a call this morning with my one of the stylists I'm using for BravoCon and did I just trigger you the word stylist speaking of yes yes it did and she sent me like her mood board this morning and it was just like a lot of really dope looks and I was like wow this would be amazing Sierra should wear this Sierra should wear this and my manager was like you can wear it too you know and I'm like yeah why do you always do that because you're like my little doll that I want to dress up so you can be a doll too no I'm not but I'm not a doll and you're like you you got the dollish little figure oh my gosh but there I mean it's all about dressing up and what you feel makes you feel like the most confident or the most sexy, which I feel like that's been shifting for me. Like I used to be minimal clothes, minimal tight short, which I still do wear. I'll dabble in, but I feel like right now I'm definitely in my oversized baggy area or baggy era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like loose fitting jeans and like oversized, whatever, and covering more, you know, but bitch, you can fucking rock all those outfits. Don't worry. I'm if, just going to say yes to some than me. That's not true, but like I will see. I'm going to I'm going to try to be a little more daring 
shall we I say. like that. Yeah. Because why like, the fuck not? I'm 30. Hopefully I'll be... Well, I'm not 30. I'm 31, evidently. But I guess I'll... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I forget Damn. all the time. I don't even know my own age. But, like, uh, hopefully... The way that I look back at myself at 20 and be like, oh, a bitch looks good. Hopefully I can look back at myself at 30 and say the same thing. Even if I yeah. don't feel it in the moment. Right. Isn't it crazy when you look back and you're like, oh my God, why did I feel that way? Like I should have been. And that's how I've been trying to be in my head. I'm like, I shouldn't be self-conscious right now. I'm going to look back in 10 years and be like, why was I so self-conscious? Why didn't I just wear that dress, rock this, rock exactly. that and take and take risks? And a lot of times it's just like someone helping you and pushing you outside of your comfort zone. And I think you should take a risk because honestly, it's just, it's honestly exercising a new muscle and you might not think that, I mean, one, have positive reinforcement around you, but do it little by little. It's like one little garment at a time until, you know, you can feel like you really have like grasped your style and what you like and what looks attractive on you and what makes you feel the most comfortable and sexy. Yeah. Fittings will be interesting, that's for sure. But, uh, all okay, about... shall... I would like to end with a fun fact. Okay. <laughs> Why are you scared? I don't know. I learned this on Naked Attraction. Okay. Okay, do you know, or did you know, that keeping your socks on during sex gives you a 30% better chance of coming? <laughs> What the <laughs> Because personally, I don't like to have my socks on, what and I don't like people heck? to have their socks on. I actually will request, please take your socks off. It makes me feel <laughs> weird. I don't know what it is. I don't like that. Oh, my God. That's hilarious because I like having socks on. <laughs> so they say it improves, it improves blood flow around the body, which apparently helps you climax easier. Because it's like compressed, like it's compression, so the well, blood it's like can travel keeping better. The warmth so that your blood can travel better. Oh, okay. Thirty percent better chance. Thirty percent better chance of coming faster or just coming Period. at all. Period. Period. With your socks on. Okay, looks like I'm keeping my socks on. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, good thing I've always been that type of girl that. Well, it, it just has never bothered me when people keep their socks on. I'm I don't like, like it. I like it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Like, no. I will say there are some times when you're like flipping around and you got to take them off. But other than that, I don't like for my feet to be cold. That is my pet peeve. I don't like when my foot is like under outside of the cover and then like a I'm, gremlin. Can you know, I'm the grab. opposite. Yeah. And a gremlin can just grab your foot. I like for my, my feet, feet to be dangle off. That is horrifying. You know that though. Horrifying. You know I sleep at the very bottom of the bed with my feet dangled off. Dude, like I I'm have burrow. I have such deep trust issues that I could not ever fall asleep like that. Like I wouldn't trust my feet to just be out there all alone by themselves. No. I love it. I like cold feet and like a warm bed. Oh god. Cuz otherwise you feet the... get warm and I don't like that. Yeah, it's cozy. I'm not I'm not fucking with the socks on. I'm oh, so you're I'm the sorry. type that's getting into bed with someone. Yeah, actually, I've experienced this. And you touch them with your feet, <laughs> and your fucking feet are freezing. <laughs> I will put my feet on you. Yes. If yes, I'm in I, a bed with you, I don't yeah. care who you are. Yeah. Who's I? <laughs> like, when I was in New Orleans, I did it with Nini. She didn't like it. Yeah. You but always she's not like, used to it. Stick your feet up under like my fucking thigh. I feel like I like sitting. to find 
like a I like to find a hole basically. So it's yeah. like Yeah. And the worst part is your long ass toes, you like to fucking wiggle them and then they're just like and sometimes you guys <laughs> resist my entry, so I have to yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. force it. Yeah. Forced toe entry. Yeah, well okay, I Yeah y'all. You can consent. Alright. Guys, don't forget to like, rate, review, subscribe. Um, at, let us know what you want to hear. Um, follow us on Instagram at codependenceTS2 underscores, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye-bye.